welcome in everyone to the Hustle With Us podcast. I'm your host, Tristan Plunkett, with you here today. You know who's sitting here to my right. He's Mr. Craig Mushino. Craig, how are we doing today? Tristan, we're doing well. How about you? I am doing fantastic. You know, we just wrapped up this great interview with the basketball trainer, Marcus Hodges, and it's, we'll get right into it here real quick before we do. Make sure you folks are checking us out online on our website, hustletraining.com. And uh, definitely download our app, see what kind of new content we have going there, what kind of new training plans we are developing as we speak. Search Hustle Training on your app store, that's Apple or Google Play App Store. Either one will work for you. We'll definitely get you to the right spot. But anyway, Craig, we did just get off the line here with basketball trainer Marcus Hodges. He's the CEO of Separation Team and an I'm Possible certified trainer. Craig, what did you think of the interview? Yeah, Coach Hodges is... A really inspiring guy. I think of work ethic as something that stands out throughout our interview. I mean, he's got so much going on. I don't know where he finds all the time in the in the day. You know, he's working youth athletes all the way up to the pros, um, travels, goes uh, international. I mean, he's he's doing it all. So really, an uh, exciting story and inspiring. He is. He's really, you know, he's a 25-hour kind of a day guy, and he definitely shows in this interview. He's, as I mentioned, he's worked with guys at all levels. I mean, he dropped some of the names here in this interview, guys you have definitely heard of there out there in the NBA. Uh, so just goes to show you, just goes to show you his his credentials. And he also make, makes uh, an interesting comment on developing your whole game. You know, sometimes you play a role on a team. A coach is going to try and box you into that role. Mm-hmm. Coach, I mean, coach here, Coach Hodges tells you why you need a basketball trainer, why you really need to develop all those parts of your game to truly be successful and really uh, hone your craft. So without further ado, I mean, let's just get right into it here. Without further ado, here he is, CEO, separation team, and I'm possible certified trainer, Marcus Hodges. Before we get to our interview, a quick word about the Hustle Sports Training app. Are you an athlete trying to improve your skills or a youth sports coach trying to develop an effective training program? Look no further than the Hustle app. Hustle is the simplest way to learn new sports skills, period. We partner with coaches and trainers at all levels to produce instructional videos and training plans that will help you to improve your fundamentals and master advanced techniques. Whether you're building out your practice plans or just looking to improve your form, techniques, or fitness, Hustle has a training plan for you. Download our app in iTunes or on the Google Play App Store by searching Hustle Training or visit our website at hustletraining.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook by searching Hustle With Us. Also happens to be the name of this podcast. Get a leg up on your competition with Hustle. All right, welcome in everyone on the line with us right now. Basketball trainer, separation team CEO, Marcus Hodges on the line with us. Marcus, how are we doing today? Doing good, man. Doing really good. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Doing well, doing fantastic. Happy that you're able to join us here tonight and happy that we could uh, steal a little bit of your time. I know it's valuable, especially this time of year. Uh, you know, right after the basketball season, it seems like everybody's trying to get in the gym. Happy that you were still able to uh, take some time away from your day to speak to us. So. Uh, let's just let's just get right into it. I, I mean, I think we need to start from the beginning, from the foundations here. You know, what? Tell us a little about you. Tell us a little about what was your path into getting where you are now in in training and development, and and what drove you to this role where you're helping develop athletes of of all ages. Um, well, yeah, I pretty pretty much I've um, 
you know, it, it started started when I was young in, in high school. I always noticed I was a guy that just had paid paid attention to to a lot of details. Um, not not exactly knowing what I was doing, but just noticed if you know if a player were, were to walk in the gym, you know, holding the ball in his left hand, I would you know just really assess his game, saying I know he's a left hander. It seems like you know he, he's going to be one of those players to, to to play a left side. So at a, definitely at a young age, I noticed I just I feel like I noticed smaller detail um, other than, than than the rest of my peers, and then that kind of led off to college, and then once I graduated, I. Um, I played one year in the BBL, the British Basketball League, out in London, and that that was a good time. But it was it was a learning experience for me, um, you know, I had just a, a different different place. I wasn't in America, you know, uh, it wasn't a language barrier, but definitely just trying to get a, a grasp and an understanding to my new setting. So I, I grew up really, really fast, and it really just tested me as a, you know, just just as a human being. And um, that year that year went really well. I came back home and. Um, my team ended up folding, so they couldn't sign me for another year. So I didn't know what I was going to do. So I was just one of those guys that was always in the gym, you know, putting in work. I didn't, I didn't have like, you know, my my own trainer. I pretty much trained myself. And before I noticed, I had ten to fifteen um, kids in the gym with me almost every single day, just just at a local YMCA. And from there, it just, you know, went from ten to fifteen kids to to twenty to thirty kids. So I met with some couple of business guys and you know, learn the business and, and then, you know, almost here we are now. Um, so I would say that's pretty much how it started at the beginning. Right. Yeah. And so now you are the CEO of your own training company, Separation Team. Uh, walk yes, us sir. through what Separation Team is all about and, you know, how your brand of instruction is superior to some of the other methods out there today. Um, well, yeah, I, I first started with a company called I'm Possible. I believe they're the biggest uh, training company in the world, uh, they have about over 300 uh, uh, trainers. There, it's an it's an innovative training um, um, company. Um, the CEO is Michael Lancaster. I, I started I started with him in, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Learned a lot of you know the skill base, but also just learned the, the innovativeness with cones and, and learning how to get better with the basketball, but also with medicine balls and you know cones and just being innovative, just being innovative. And from there, I, I took a little bit of that and then some of my knowledge I had to myself and kind of just blended it in and created separation teams. So it's just about players. What are you willing to do as a, as a person, as a basketball player or as an athlete to separate yourself from the, from the person to your left or from the person to your right? So uh, that, was, that was pretty much my motto, just what, what are you going to do to separate yourself, whether that's, you know, taking extra jump shots, um, making sure you eat well, um, making sure that you re- recover making sure you're watching film. And I just started to create a company about 2013, 2013, 2014 separation team. And, and it's, it's, it's doing really well now in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm also um, stepping over in Israel and in China. So that's how the business started, started with it. Yeah, that's a great evolution. You mentioned um, drills with cones and uh, medicine balls um, at hustle. Of course, we're really focused on all the different, activities that players can do to get better um can you give us an example of maybe like a one of your favorite drills that incorporates cones and then maybe a favorite drill where you use medicine balls um i don't, I don't know if i have a favorite but but um i can just say with that it's just it's, it's just accountability um you know medicine balls that you know they weigh you know from two to six pounds just being able to, to drop it 
drop it in the air and then being able to catch it before it drops all the way down with one hand and then being able to keep your, your dribble in the opposite hand as players and as, you know, as, as, as playmakers, we tend to, you know, always being able to work with two basketballs, doing something at the same time, but are you able to do something with one hand and something completely different with the other hand? So the drop, drop and snatch, I really love to, to do that back in the day. And I actually, I still do it now, but that's one of my, I guess I would say favorite or, or go-to, you know, drills um, mm-hmm. when I first started just to see and assess a player. Are they able to, to operate with their hands together? And then are they able to just be free and do whatever they want but still maintain, a, you know, a, an aggressive pound? And what about um, a good uh, cone drill? Um, once again, cone just for accountability. It can, it can hold yeah. you accountable for being low. It can hold you accountable just for your offhand. I would, I would say, you know, just, just your, your old school pinball series just put you know five or six cones from angled from right to left right to left and just giving players different moves um sometimes giving them scripted drills and then also just letting them freestyle as Mm -hmm. you know as trainers as coaches we tend to tell these players what to do so much all the time do this do that do this do that so at times we might not even know it we're we're almost turning them to robots we have to remember to give these guys you know just some some freedom and see what type of players they actually are Got it. So, Coach, you've got an impressive resume. Um, can you share with us any of the players that you've worked with over the years? And then um, also just I was wondering, do you have a preference in the type of players that you're working with? I know you work youth or college or pro athletes. Um, you know, it's, it's, all, it's always good to get in the gym, you know, with, with pro athletes. One, yeah. they're, you know, they're, they're pro athletes. Um, and then usually in the workouts, you, you find out why they're pro athletes. You see the you know, you see those guys getting there on time. You see they're putting up their shots. It's really cool just to see the, the players' routines. Um, you know, before I even tell them what we're going to do, they'll, they'll get under the rim, you know, take their shots or, or you know, almost even how, how they're putting themselves together with, you know, tying their shoes and, you know, putting a headband on. But um, um, I, would, I would say some of the players I've worked with, I, I was with Ben Simmons for a week and a half out in, out in China. I was with Nike at the Nike um, – top uh, I think it was like the, the Nike all Asia so the top 100 players of all Asia um, and uh, ben, mm. ben Simmons ran it so after the after the camp me and Ben Simmons worked on you know some ball handling and some, some shooting stuff um, I've also ran some camps with, with Dwayne Wade back in you know 2014 I believe um, I've had the pleasure with working with some some of the young younger local players too a guy named Devontae Graham I've worked with since he was about eighth grade. He plays on the, on the Charlotte Hornets now. Um, a guy named Raleigh Alkins, who was also in Raleigh, plays on the Chicago Bulls. Um, those are some of the guys you know, that I worked that I worked with a lot, and now I've worked with you know players here and there during the summer when I'm able to to travel. And, um, um, you know when I'm able to to to, to travel and, and leave the state. No, that's great. That's an impressive roster for sure. Um, you mentioned working on ball handling with Ben Simmons. Um, you know, would you say that you have a specialty in your training? Is it is it ball handling, shooting, defense? Um, I, I would I would try to say everything. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely a skill specialist, but I know I definitely know how to get the reps and get the conditioning also. But um, I'm just a skill specialist. I want to I want to be able to to maximize the player's skill set. Um, to, to the highest of their capabilities, whether that's ball handling. A lot of a lot of people think, you know, I'm just – I wouldn't say just ball handling, but it really sticks out. Um, but, honestly, when I played, I was I was known as a good shooter. So, I'm, I'm able to – I'm able to teach players how to properly shoot, um, you know, off the dribble, off the catch. 
Um, so I, I really would just say I'm a, I'm a skill specialist. I wouldn't say, you know, just one specific defense shooting or, or ball handling. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely something that, that um, being well-rounded certainly never hurts to have in the, uh, in the training realm. Now, when you or when you have these clients, is it something that you always lead with? How do you, how do you identify what they need to work on the most? Do you have a process or a method in doing that? Yeah. So usually when I get, let's say if I'll get with a new player, I'll just have, I'll usually have a certain method that I will, that I'll stick with. And it's usually trying to see what type of player they are uh, mentally. You know, I want to see how they react to missed shots, how they react to, to made shots. I want to see what type of conditioning they're in. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll also see, you know, ball handling. Are they, are they able to stop properly? Um, how's their balance? Um, you know, with their shooting, are, are they keeping a consistent follow through? Um, I try to just to, to assess all that within the first session. And, you know, depending the player, I'll bounce that off uh, with the next session or with the next, you know, summer or however long I'm, I'm able to have the, those type of players. Uh, you know, the high-level guys, if there's synergy out there, so I'm able to, you know, see all their shots and all their, all their makes and their misses and, and see what type of spots they'll get in. And then, you know, you have the younger players. And, you know, if you're not able to make the, all their games, you just have to assess their skill level. And it's going to go on that relationship you build up, being able to talk with them, you know, some things they want to work on. Then I'll give my perspective and we'll try to find a median ground. Got it. Yeah, that's. Uh, it seems like an evolving checklist as well. You never know, if, especially obviously if it's the pros. You got the TV, and you got all the replays, the all the all twenty two as they call it in, in football that you can watch. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely an adaptive an adaptive approach, which I think you need. Now, as you bring on these new players, is there anything you've identified in your experience training these guys that you think most players need to work on? Um, I would say just the, just their overall skill of of everything. You know, as it's starting to it's starting to be uh, – uh, coaches are starting to be aware now of it. But, you know, you got to think coaches – We coaches, um, they box players in to a certain extent. You know, if he's a shooter, he's a shooter. I want my, my, my guy shooting the ball. Um, I don't want him putting the ball on the floor. And during the season, I can understand that being a coach, you know. If, if, if a player can shoot well, you want him to shoot the ball. He shoots the ball well, it's good for him, and you win basketball games. He doesn't shoot the ball well, you lose games, you know, you're fired. So – you can't get so much in the skill of trying to complete that player. So that's, that, that's kind of my job. I want to make sure their strengths stay their strengths, but I also want to make sure that they just can evolve to, uh, you know, a universal player. As we see the NBA right now, it's, you know, it's, it's positionless basketball. We see LeBron James pretty much started that. We have Steph, and, we have Steph Curry who's, you know, created uh, players, you know, shooting the three before, you know, almost taking a layup and that's really expanding. Um, and, you know, all these younger players now are seeing that and they're copying it. And so it's, it's, it's big on the trainers now and the coaches now to, to evolve the players, but to see all the small details of, you know, when you're in the post, you got to have postman footwork. When you're on the perimeter, you got to be able to have perimeter footwork. So, you know, it's pretty much a give or take. You got you to be able to do both. You mentioned um, youth players kind of following um, some of the – the example set by the pros um how do you adjust your kind of training technique when when working with youth players um it's definitely a big adjustment you know mentally for me but as an, as as a skill base it, it just honestly depends i have some 12 and 13 year olds that their skill set is a lot better than a lot of nba players i, I would put money on um just because 
there wasn't a right and wrong with them. You know, with uh, these guys started with me, let's say age, you know, nine and 10. So there wasn't a right or wrong. They were just raw, you know, raw athletes, didn't know anything. So I'm just showing them everything can be, can be right in moments. Everything, you know, could be wrong in moments, but I want to show them all the moments. So they're just, you know, a, a free basketball player, able to float the ball with their left hand, float the ball with their right hand, proper form shooting, being able to stop, step through, you know, shoot fadeaways, shoot threes. So um, the skill-wise, like I said, it's, it's not going to change so much. But, of course, you know, depending on how good or bad the player is. Sure. Um, but mainly just a, a mental the, – the, the mental of it. You know, the pros, they want to compete. They're going after it every single day. Hey, coach, what are we going to? How many shots? How long? Uh, you know, when are we playing one-on-ones? When are we playing two-on-twos? I just love that competitive spirit. Some of the younger players, they might not have it yet. You know, their, their, their attention span might not be as long. And, you know, they're in there to get work, get better, and then they'll leave the pros. So at, at times, it's hard to get them to leave, you know, especially when those one-on-ones um, start. Yeah. So so I know you work with a wide range of players and I know you've got a, a strong online presence, but how, I mean, how, for the most part, do you find um, new clients or how do you run into new opportunities to continue to grow the base of uh, players that you work with? You know, I, I'll, I'll, you know, sound old school, but I'm, I'm sure you guys know, you know, word of mouth is still just the, the best way to market yourself. Um, I grew up here in Raleigh, North Carolina. So um not gonna say it's easy. You know, my, my hard part was really getting players, you know, coaches, parents to understand the mark is the player and then mark is the, the the trainer, uh the trainer slash coach. I'm not having that problem now, but when I first started, that was, you know, I would say um my, my hardest adjustment. But you know, r- really, um, how can I say it? I, I would say, yeah, I mean that 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 I would say that's kind of your that's, network, that's, right? Yeah, yeah, that that that's really how I do it. Just word word of mouth. Um, social media, of course, is great. Don't get me wrong. I, I I've made you know some or, or making some pretty good money off of it, and you know getting new clients. But still, locally, that's what's what's important for me, at least right now. Um, just word of mouth. You know, trying to be at as many games as possible, show my face. Um, you know, on you know tr- try, trying to stay on the scene, and then also obviously being able to have that family balance too. So. Yeah, it's just word of mouth. Yeah, you so you bring that up word of mouth, and obviously that helps to have that reputation out there that 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 obviously precedes you. In this case, tell us a little bit about those starting out. You know, you played in the British Basketball League. You were coming out, uh, had uh, some some time in between then and now to where you are and, and are successful in this. What was it like starting out? And tell us a little bit about that process. So you know, starting out is rough. It was it was rough. That's uh, that's what I really try to tell a lot of upcoming trainers and a lot of upcoming entrepreneurs. Um, you know, there's there's the days where, you know, you're in five or six different gyms. You know, between a 45 minutes to an hour uh, away, and you know it gets rough. You're just on the road. You know, I'm here for two hours training, drop 45 minutes here training. Um, sometimes clients pay. Sometimes clients don't don't you know don't pay, and it gets really frustrating. But really just being consistent each and every day, no matter who you're in the gym with, where you have, you know, a nine-year-old, a 10-year-old, trying to give him your, your, your best, your best work, because definitely at the beginning, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a walking brand. I'm just a walking product. So anytime I would slack off on it, you know, I'm, I'm kind of slacking <laughs> off on myself and on my brand. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, um, really how it just started off was just, just being consistent as possible and, and just, being able to learn and adapt. I didn't know, you know, what I was doing at the beginning. Definitely the, the business-wise, you know, I, I didn't know. You know, I was filming 
showing videos of me shooting the ball really deep, you know, dribbling the ball really fast. I didn't know that was, you know, marketing. I was just, you know, making videos, having fun, and then starting to learn the business, hanging around some business people, bit more business mind people, and then, you know, getting introduced to, to you know, this guy, this female, and, and, and being able to grow. Got it. Nice. Really good evolution. Um, so I want to kind of switch gears, you know, here at Hustle, of course, we incorporate sports technology into um, everything we do for um, player development and training. You know, tell us what role does technology play in your business? And then what role do you see technology moving into the future with uh, sports and athletic training? I think, techno I think technology is going gonna, is gonna to be huge, um, especially on um, for trainers and for coaches that, you know, are, are, are really popular, really trying to go, grow their brand. You know, you're not, you're not able to be everywhere. You're not able to be, you know, five or six places at a time. So technology can definitely help, help the players, help those coaches, um, you, you know, out. I'm, if, if you're able to, to create an app or to create, you know, an online training system with over 100 plus videos, you're able to touch and, and help a whole lot more lives than you actually are you know, live in, in your specific area. So technology, I believe, is going to be huge in the basketball training world. Um, we already see it right now making, a, making a, a huge impact, and it's just going to continue to grow and grow and grow. So um, as of right now, I, I'm working on, a, on an online program, um, and it's, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, getting all the videos that make sense. Of course, you want to have everything look good, and you'll see – You'll see some other guys working on their projects, and you want to make sure yours is, you know, just as good or, or better. So, um, but I love, I love the competitive spirit with that. I love, I love what everybody's doing. I love the, the online training, seeing what's going on, and and um, just being able to grow from it. So, I, I, I love the technology. Of course, as do we. That goes without saying, though. Obviously. All right, real quick, Coach. Again, appreciate your time here. Your time here today. I uh, want to go into something that we close out all our interviews with. That is the rapid fire round. So we're just going to throw a couple of questions at you here, and you know, you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. We'll make it easy. Obviously, you have not been prepped for these ahead of time, uh, so we will we'll go a little easy on you. I'm going to start out here. Keep it keep it sports themed. What is your favorite sports movie of all time? Wow, uh, loving basketball. Good one. All right. How about, I've got a question. What's your favorite basketball shoe of all time? Favorite basketball shoe of all time? I would just have to say Jordan. Oh, Ooh. yeah. All right. <laughs> but which Jordans? Wait, that's too easy. Which Jordans? Um, it depends playing. Now, if not playing, we say what comes to my <laughs> I love the 11s. I have six or seven pair of them. Um, I don't wear them to play, but I wear yeah. them to hang out in. But those Jordans are sweet. Jordan 11. All right, we'll, we'll keep that one in mind. That though, that might answer my next question here. This is the uh, the top debate going on right now in all of basketball: MJ or LeBron or somebody else. I'm going. I'm going with MJ, man. I'm, you know, I'm going wax on, wax off. He's a sensei. You know, I don't think you can ever beat him. So that's just my mindset. Jordan will always be number one. Got it. I've got one that's a little bit tougher. What's one mistake that players make in the off season that set that uh, causes? them to kind of slow down on progress what do they do one, mistake, um, one thing that pops in my head is going to be once they sign that big contract that bag as as, as we say in basketball um, yeah I, I think a lot of the players kind of kind of tone it down um i'm not of course i'm not speaking for all but i've 
uh, I believe, you know, once once you got that 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 check that's going to set you and your kids and probably your kids kids straight, it you sure. know, pl players might tend to kind of tone down the training and say, you know, hey, it's guaranteed I'm, I know I'm going to be set. So, you know, let's have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Of course. All right, last one here, Coach. This is this might be a little broad, but do you have a favorite sports memory of your own and your own experience? Favorite sports memory? Um, what just pops in my head immediately? Senior year in high school, um, we're ranked number one. We're playing the number two, yeah, the number two best team to go to the state championship. About twelve seconds left on the clock. I, I drive it to the hole on a seven-footer guy who was going to Wake Forest University. I remember not seeing any of the rim. I just literally threw it up, and it fell straight in. And um, there was a couple seconds left on the clock. The guy threw it from half court. He missed it. And we ended up winning, going to the state championship. So that that still sticks out in my head. I still tell that story here or there, you know. That's uh, awesome. I'd say for good reason. I was getting pumped up just listening to it because <laughs> we, all, we all have those, whether it's high school, Little League, whatever it is. I'm sure that we can all relate to it, no doubt. For well, sure. Again, Coach, definitely appreciate your time here tonight. Before before we let you go here, I uh, want to know where can we find you. Well, let's let's hear the uh, the social handles and all that. You mentioned you're developing the online training program as well right now. Where can we find that? Uh, let us know. Yep, uh, www.separationteam.com. My online training program. My Instagram is Marcus Hodges One, and uh, Facebook Marcus Hodges, and uh, Facebook for my company Separation Team. Also, so Separation Team 1 and Marcus Hodges 1 on Instagram is where you guys can, can find me. Follow, uh, engage, comment, do all that good stuff. Show, share, do all of it for me. All of it. Yeah, we know. We know. Download, rate, subscribe. Yeah, we know all, all the, all the terminology. Go. Mash it all. Yes, we, can we can turn it all in there. And uh, as we say goodbye to Marcus tonight, hopefully we can take a couple of, couple of uh, tips from this interview here. Marcus, appreciate your time again. And uh, you take it easy. We're, we're looking forward to seeing what you got on the horizon here. Yeah, thanks, Coach. Thank you. I appreciate you guys' time. It means a lot.